I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So (laughs) I am so drained. Today was my first day catching up after a week of hosting a guest in our home. And prior to that, we were at the lake for an extended weekend celebrating my husband's 40th birthday with all of his work colleagues. So to say I'm drained is like the understatement of the century. But I did play a lot of catch up today. So that's great. However, (laughs) I'm still very tired. So tonight I'm recording with a glass of wine. Anywho, I know you guys are hearing this in the morning. So you're probably like, "Mm, how about some coffee? Anywho, Today, we are really going over three different stories, and I hate to say it, but the theme for today's episode is maybe like slime balls, like horrible human beings doing things. I hate to say it, but that is a theme for today's stories, and I'm running with it because I do think that they are all super important. Let's jump in. So first and foremost, we're going to talk about Kim Jong-un headed to Russia. So as a reminder for you guys, Kim Jong-un, the leader of North Korea, is set to meet with Vladimir Putin, the head of Russia in Russia, which this is an unusual move in case you guys didn't hear us cover this earlier in the month. Kim Jong-un typically does not travel outside of the confines of North Korea. So this is a very special trip. Leadership world over, though, is nervous about this friendship. It is very concerning because as of now, it looks like North Korea may intend to sell weaponry to Russia, which would break from promises that they have made in the past. So this is looking more and more like an alliance. You know, they're having state dinners while he's there and things like that. So It's definitely not a comforting thought. There's a lot of secrecy, though, shrouding this visit, probably due to safety concerns and things like that. But we'll definitely keep you guys posted if anything comes out of these hair-raising talks. So next up for today, I do want to issue a content warning. This story involves sexual assault and child abuse. So we do have an update on the Ruby Frank case that we have covered previously on the show. So it is pretty shocking. This mommy blogger turned alleged child abuser went to court last Thursday and probably said the last thing I ever expected her to say. In case you're lost, Ruby Frank is a YouTuber who touted her tough parenting style online, but has now been charged with felony child abuse after her son escaped the home, emaciated and seemingly having been tied up for a prolonged period of time. 
There is more information in our episode from Wednesday, September 6th. That will give you sort of the background on this story. So if you want to go back and listen, you can do that. But anywho, to get on with the update, Ruby came into the courtroom and accused her 12-year-old son, Russell, of molesting other children. She went into detail describing him playing, quote unquote, a padding game that, you know, she was describing as molestation and that he began looking at pornography at the early age of three years old. She basically makes it seem that she had no other choice but to tie up her son due to these alleged incidents of inappropriate sexual behavior, even at a very young age. Now, we all know that even if these, you know, allegations are true, you still don't get to lock your child up, tie your child up or deprive them of food. So it doesn't really hold water. You help them. You get them treatment. If this is happening, you tell someone. But what makes this seem like a cop out is the fact that it doesn't seem like Ruby told anyone about this. And Ruby's other children have alleged child abuse from at her hands for years. Her daughter that same night was also treated for injuries and malnourishment at the hospital when she had nothing to do with this alleged abuse. So the math isn't adding up. The story has blatant issues, but it definitely smells like victim blaming at its finest. But can you imagine being victim blamed by your own mother? And if these accusations turn out to be made up, I can't even imagine the harm that that would inflict on a young person. And I'm definitely thinking of Russell amid all of this. And Ruby has presented absolutely zero evidence to back up her shocking claims. But now, due to these allegations from his own mother, Russell will have to be placed in a home without his siblings and actually with no other children at all, which is so upsetting that, you know, he's sort of bearing the brunt. But when allegations like this are made, the state has no other option but to remove the child and make sure that he's not around other children. I just hope that all of these kids are safe and that they're getting the counseling that they will no doubt need to recover from this whole ordeal. We'll definitely keep you guys posted. And this will be our last story for the day, but it is a long one. I want to issue a content warning. This story involves rape and sexual assault. So Danny Masterson, this whole situation, we are going to break it down from you guys from the very beginning so that you guys can understand what happened with this case and why it continues to stay in the limelight so much. Let's jump in. So back in 2017, in the wake of Me Too, the LAPD decided to take the rape allegations against famed actor Danny Matheson a little more seriously. And that's when they announced publicly that they would be investigating him. From there, more accusers came forward, and a lot of the cases were basically wrapped up in the Church of Scientology. 
You see, Danny was a very public face of this church, and many who have left the church have alleged that reporting sexual assault and other abuse to law enforcement is actually forbidden within Scientology and basically would cause you to be damned or go to hell. Making it easier, of course, for people like Danny to get away with sexual violence. Danny was then dropped from the Netflix show The Ranch, which was a show that, you know, was sort of put on with Ashton Kutcher. And Hollywood really began distancing themselves from him at that time. You know, United Talent Agency dropped him, etc. More accusers trickled in and some of them were named. Some of them were unnamed. Some were former girlfriends of his who, you know, accused him of raping them repeatedly, things like that. So it definitely was very horrific hearing the claims and they really ran the gamut of different experiences. However, all of them with, you know, very violent sexual assault at the center. Danny Masterson was then charged with raping three women. There were definitely more accusers than that, but sometimes certain cases don't have enough evidence to be brought in court. And with double jeopardy, you really have to be careful and make sure that you have a very solid case built before you bring it in court. So only three of them made that cut. In May of this year, after a very long court battle full of tears, Danny Masterson was convicted of two counts of rape. Then at the end of last week, Danny was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison. He is 47 years old now. Unfortunately, A-list friends of Danny's, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, wrote a character witness type letter to the judge on behalf of Danny's family. They called him a, quote, role model with exceptional character, end quote. And when this became public knowledge, it absolutely blew things up. You see, in case you weren't aware, all three of them were on a TV show when they were teenagers called That's So 70s or the That's So 70s show. So that's how they see him, like a teenager who's maybe cheeky, maybe a little bit inappropriate, but ultimately a good person. Their letter of support hurt a lot of the victims, seeing as their friend is now a convicted rapist who physically and psychologically tortured women. He should not be described as a role model. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis then released an apology video that was lackluster at best and I'm going ahead and just going to play it for you guys since we have time because yeah it just speaks for itself here we go we are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson we support victims we have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future a couple months ago Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They were intended for the judge to read um, and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. Our heart goes out to 
every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault, sexual abuse, or rape. Woof, there's a lot to unpack there, and I won't just tease it apart for you guys. I'm sure you can manage that all on your own, but this whole controversy now is involving the two of them because it has caused clips of Ashton Kutcher saying inappropriate things to surface from back in the day around the time of the That's So 70s show because one of Danny's victims has actually had personal experience with Ashton Kutcher and described him as, quote, just as sick as his friend, end quote, which is, damn, that is, you know, them fighting words. Anywho, this whole story is no fun, but I am glad that Danny will not be able to hurt anyone in the future, and I hope that everyone involved finds healing. I definitely will keep you guys posted if there's anything further to come out about Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, or their involvement in this whole situation with Danny. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Don't treat people as bad as they are. Treat them as good as you are. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh, oh. oh.